Praise You, Lord, is a Catholic Christian praise and worship radio ministry. Hi, my name is Jeffrey Zagaria. Please join us as we give praise, honor, and glory to our loving, awesome, and merciful God. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Praise You, Lord, the underground, independent, Catholic, Christian radio broadcast brought to you once a week by the power of God and by the power of of your prayers. We thank you so much for those prayers. We need them, and we feel them, and we thank you for them. We have very special guests in the house today, and we're going to get right at it. We have Jesus Ministries Ensemble from Miramar, Florida, good friends of the program. And uh, Jesus Ministries Ensemble, take it away. Oh, oh, oh. 
listening to Praise You, Lord, the underground independent Catholic Christian radio broadcast, and we're, we're Skyping in. You're listening to beautiful music. I'd love to be in that room right now, oh, so but you know, I. I don't even have to be in that room to feel the Holy Spirit. That's right. I feel the Holy Spirit right here in my own room, and I bet Jackson, I'm looking at his face, he's feeling the Holy Spirit right there in his home. <laughs> And the Holy Spirit is bringing us together, and the people that are listening on the radio, they feel the Holy Spirit. And the people that are listening on the podcast, they're, they're feeling the Holy Spirit. And the people yes. that, are, that are watching the television, now the Praise the Lord TV, they're feeling the Holy Spirit. And people 20 years from now, with God's help, are feeling the Holy Spirit, because that music is, is you feel heaven coming down Amen. and the praises of the Lord. Yeah. Amen. Wow. That was awesome. That was just awesome. I just love that. Thank you so much for being here. Um, We have a special guest, very, very good friends of, of our, of my, of my own and Jackson. And, uh, and we have also a new friend as well. So um, Jesus Ministries Ensemble is from Miramar, Florida. And it's headed up by Bishop Larry Taylor, our very good friend. He's uh, playing guitar and singing. And Bishop, maybe you'd like to make an introduction to your group and, and your lovely wife and, and Mr. Frazier as well. Yes. Praise the Lord. So glad to be here. And we love everyone who's listening and watching. And our prayers and our heart go out for you. Like to, I'd like to introduce my darling wife and my confidant, my right hand, uh, Arissi. This is Pastor Arissi Patricia Taylor. And um, uh, she's uh, my wife many years, and I love her, and we work so wonderful together. 
She's a hard worker in the church. I couldn't do it without her. And we have Minister David Frazier, young man who God has brought from death to life, literally. And he'll talk about it. And he's the minister of music and Jesus Ministries. God uses this man wonderfully. He's a very humble, gentle guy, but a powerful man of God. And we just love him so much. And he has a beautiful testimony to share with you tonight. Amen. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you all for being being here on the program. I praise you, Lord, number 160. We started this about five years ago for those who are listening in for the first time. You may be listening in at 98.3 FM, the Catholic voice of the Palm Beaches, or 100.1 FM, G, um, Prince of Peace, Catholic Radio. You might be listening in on the podcast or the new uh, Praise You, Lord, television, or streaming from either of those websites. You are welcome here. And uh, we, I'm, I'm, I just really feel the Holy Spirit right now. I just feel the mm-hmm. presence of the Lord in the presence yep. of my brothers and sisters. We are miles apart even and in three different locations, and yet the Lord is present. He is omnipresent, and yes, he is with us, and I just feel his Spirit. And I bet if you're listening in right now, you can feel that too. Mm-hmm. Bishop Taylor. Uh, yeah. Just a little testimony because, you know, we were explaining last program that testimony is not always super miraculous. It's, it can be as simple as that the Lord brought peace to this place hmm. while praising him, as we just did. And, you know, I, I believe, and I, I'm sure, I'm, our, we have a story how we all met, right? Yeah. We met because you met my dad actually, right? Maybe you could tell that's that right. maybe you could tell that story and I think it's an incredible story of how 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 you met Jackson independent of myself. So would you mind telling that story? Yes. Um thank God I had the privilege of meeting uh uh Zach, uh, uh Jeff's father and uh a gentleman that I was uh, actually I was visiting the hospital here in Boca Raton, huh. Florida. And I'm um, a pastor, bishop, and I was visiting someone there who was sick. But I, uh, I'm, I'm used to hearing the hospital's automated piano that plays by itself. Very nice, very nice and soft music. But as I was coming by, I heard a different sound, a unique sound. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was so different and so captivating. And I, I, I look, I thought, I said, wait a minute, that doesn't sound like piano that I'm used to hearing with no one sitting there. And I happen to look over and I see this kindly elderly gentleman. Distinguished. Distinguished statesly. Yes. Statesly looking gentleman. Amen. Sitting there just calm and collecting, peaceful, and his fingers moving with grace. Mm. And I, I, I was drawn over there. I said, oh, my goodness. And I just went to that. I, I, I said, sir, pardon me. He was so kind. And he looked up, he said, yes. And I told him who I was and I enjoyed his music. And I asked him, uh, what he says, he told me his background. We began to talk. He he told me how he accomplished, how he was an accomplished musician, where he had been, how he administered a chaplain in the military and all of these things. And he said that um, he had a son by the name of Jeffrey, that had, um, who was also a musician and accomplished musician. 
and a singer and teacher, composer and all of this. And then he had begun to sing uh, at age three, I believe, his daddy said. And how just working together and the gifts, how God impacted Jeff and with his father and all of that. And it just led me to ask him, sir, uh, I play guitar and I'm interested. Do you know, do your son or anyone you know that can help me in music? He says, yes, my son Jeffrey plays guitar. He teaches guitar, among other things. And that just excited me so well. And I said, can I, how can I reach it? He gave me Jeff's number uh, to the uh, studio in my area, not far from him, about maybe 10 minutes away. I knew it was a blessing. I knew it was a divine call. It was an answer to my call. And I've been playing for many years. And uh, in meeting Jeff personally and getting acquainted with him through his father, it just became a brotherly thing, a godly thing. It's a divine connection. His studio is just a, a wonderful place to not only learn music, but to meditate and uh, just to really fellowship. And I had the privilege also of introducing him to my wife, Arisi, uh, and he was able to work with her in voice and just the whole conglomerate of things. We enjoyed it so much. And so from there, we've uh, got a chance to meet Jackson. Okay. I was at uh, Guitar School, it was Sam Ash. Okay. And I saw this lovely couple, young, beautiful couple. And this young guy had this guitar playing and it sounded good. And uh, he seemed friendly. I said, well, friendly enough. I said, well, I believe I'll go over here and kind of say something to him. And his wife was there. And uh, Jackson, she was pregnant, too, wasn't she? I believe she was pregnant. Yeah, and I heard him play, and I, I said, hey, and, uh, we started talking. I found out he played uh, gospel music. He sings, and he's, he's, a, he's a Christian, and his wife, such lovely people. And so I got a guitar, and we began to play together. And we just made beautiful music together. And uh, from there, and I got a chance to pray for his wife there at uh, at uh, Sam Ash in that area where we were. And I mentioned, uh, I was talking, we mentioned Jeffrey's name. And, and Jackson says, I know him. I mean, he just lit up like a light bulb. <laughs> <laughs> and the connection, the divine connection, just a small world. I said, my God. And we talked and we talked and we talked about Jeffrey and things and the student and whatnot. And it just led to where we all got together. Jeff invited us together. And we had other people coming, other musicians and singers. And Barry, uh, who has a, a music shop up in a repair shop in West Palm Beach. And her husband, all these people, beautiful musicians, godly people, singing Christmas songs. And I tell you, we just had a beautiful time. So from there, we've had this connection and we're continuing. And we say every round goes higher and higher. Amen. And the breadth gets wider. And so I thank God for this beautiful connection, these beautiful people, and how God has brought us into a new family and fellowship and communion. And we love it. And that's how we met. I could go on, but time won't permit but I think I've enough. But I enjoyed that divine connection, how God brought us together and we're still together. We're one. Amen. 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 Thank That's you. That's so awesome. That was really well, well, uh, well summarized. That was, yeah. that was really yeah. a great job, Bishop. Of some, it was. You are, you are, you are a treasure. 
to our South sure. Florida community. I just want you to know that I, I, I have so much admiration and love for you and your wife and meeting Mr. Frazier, Mr. David Frazier. Lovely, yes. lovely man. We just met. I, I love his keyboard playing, beautiful voice. Your music together is divine. And, it, and the, yeah. thing, the thing that I love about it is it's not, it's, it's, it's excellent in musicianship, but there's something much more important here, and that is that, that it's clearly coming from hearts of faith. That's because right. I feel that Holy Spirit. I mean, as soon as I hear that music, I feel the Holy Spirit, and it just confirms that this is, you know, and it's just so beautiful. And I want to, I want to tell a little story about um, uh, Bishop Larry Taylor as well, because uh, Bishop, as he had already stated, has come to my studio many times. Arissi has also. Bishop uh, used to come a lot, actually, and, and we were working on some projects together. Bishop, and um, every time, and he wouldn't always come in on the same day. That was an interesting thing. And what that allowed for is a lot of my other clients got to meet Bishop. My secretary got to meet Bishop. My um, my my secretary knew Bishop, and looked forward to seeing Bishop. And then I had an intern. She started. To, she loved Bishop Taylor and 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 and, and, and Arisi Taylor. And and then different students began be, be, uh, began to get used to seeing Bishop Taylor and Arisi Taylor, and and I remember saying to you, Bishop, I said, Bishop, I said, you know, you, you know, people are being touched by the Lord because you're here. You remember me telling? I said something of that nature, Bishop. And yes, you did. Yep, and you're spreading spreading the 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 fragrance, the the um, the aroma of Christ. Amen. Jesus around my studio and to my my people I remember and I won't mention who but you you would know uh, just because it's you know it, it could be kind of private but um, you you actually gave a gift to someone uh, for Christmas I think it was Christmas or graduation I think it was Christmas and she was so touched she cried she was so touched that you something in what you you and Arissi had written um, for for her, uh, was stating how much God loves her, mm. and how how and I don't recall exactly, but I, she was so so touched. And other people would come to me and say that that Bishop Taylor, he's amazing. You can feel you can feel something when you're around Miss Bishop, Bishop Taylor. You know they might not have been Christian, but they felt something. They felt something. Mm -hmm. so, and they love Bishop Taylor. People love Bishop Taylor at Zagaria Vocal Academy. That's for sure. Jeff, I remember uh, as I was taking Jeff was teaching me guitar, he started me with something very simple and uh, I was just I was just floored. I'd been playing a long time, but I, I knew I needed something was missing there in some areas. And he started me with the ABCs and it took me it took me long, so long. And my God, I was shocked. But he could pinpoint, God used him to pinpoint my weaknesses and what I needed to do. Jeff, you remember. I do. Simple things. Yes. Simple chords. Simple things. <clears throat> and I would come home and tell my wife what we practiced. And this is what Jeff gave me. 
It was simple, but it was profound and necessary. And I said, my God, it just amazed me. So, and he said, work with it, Bishop. I've been still, Jeff. I've been working with it still to perfect technique and all of that. And I thank God for it. Still a long ways to go. Jackson, still a long ways to go. <laughs> but we're going to get there. We're not going to give up. And I still have the lessons, uh, 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 Jeff. I still have them. I go over them. It's two years now. Wow. But I've never forgotten them. And I treasure every moment of it. And thank you again. God bless you for putting up with me and laboring with me. Amen. Oh, boy, it was a blessing having you. And, and thank you for those Jeff, kind, kind words. Yes, Jackson, please. Yeah, if I can make a comment. Well, it's just so funny because I can have such a similar testimony in that sense. Jeff, Jeff, when Jeff and I started working together, um, I had just, I mean, I had been playing in a pop rock band and doing some touring, right? I was a keyboard player for that particular group and um, was coming right out of the secular music world. And, you know, I, I started taking lessons with Jeff and I had the same experience, Bishop. It was so funny because Jeff gave me this stuff, right? He'd see what I could play, right? If he was like, well, just go ahead and play. I could do what I do, right? And what I felt comfortable yeah. in and what have you. But then he would go, well, just do this. And I cannot tell you how hard it was for me, right? It's like someone just poking at the weak muscles, right? And going, no, but I can see something in that that you need to strengthen more, right? Um, and it's funny that he took, you know, I, I, I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I really, even at the, even at the, even at the time, uh, you know, pre-relationship with Jesus Jackson, did could embrace it and see the wisdom enough in it to, to continue. But it was funny because I was coming out of the secular music world and getting handed things like teaching little fingers to play, right? You know, <laughs> these little keyboard books and stuff that were so difficult for me when you had so many bad habits right after years of playing poorly. And um, it was such a, it was such a beautiful thing, Jeff, because it um, going back to the fundamentals and having it chip away and chip away and show these little weak spots, right? That I had figured out ways to cover it up. You know, I think there's a lot of spiritual analogies here too, right? That we can all relate to, you know, I could figure out ways to cover it up. Um, but at some point you got to get to it, right? And you got to figure out really where are you weak? Where are you kind of, you know, uh, uh, hiding this and hiding that um, and get down to basics right? Get down to the rudiments and repair it and repair it and fix it from the ground up. So you can actually start really building, right? And building and building and taking it from there. You know, I can, I can so relate. And it's a beautiful thing. Um, it's definitely, it's, uh, your, your teaching method is from the Lord, Jeff. And I think, you know, it was funny, even as I was saying all that stuff, I really, I hear a lot of spiritual analogies there too, right? With what the Lord does to us. Um, and he knows, right? He can see all, 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 every little part of our heart Amen. that needs, uh, that needs to be worked on, that needs to be brought to light, right? That needs to be brought out of the darkness and into the light so we can actually address it, right? With his help and his grace so we can actually address all those things that we might be covering up, right? Kind of just getting by with that we can really 
uh, with his help, start addressing those things we really need to give up to him, that we really, 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 really need Jesus's help with in our life. Mm. Well said. Well said, said, Jackson. That's a good point. Yeah, that's that's an interesting point. Um, I feel like the country's going through that right now in the world. Mm. Right. I mean, we're 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 in a really tough time. And we're in for those who are listening in the future. Let's timestamp this this moment. And we're in 2020. Uh, This is the um, week before the week of Christmas. And we're pre-recording on the 17th of December, 2020. And for those just listening in, we're speaking with uh, Bishop Larry Taylor, very, very good friends, and his beautiful wife, Arissi, and Mr. David Frazier on keyboards. Arissi's a beautiful singer and writer of music. And Bishop Taylor is, is uh, and she's also a, um, a minister at her church. And uh, Bishop Taylor is, is a great guitarist and a great singer and a, and a great writer and, he, and just a great man. I have so much admiration for Bishop Larry Taylor. Their, their church is in Miramar, Miramar Florida. Are you, are, you, uh, are you open to the public, Bishop? I'm sorry? Is your church open to the public? Can people come and, and oh, yes, yes. tell us about yes. that? Yes, well, we are, we're open again, reopened uh, after uh, a time. And um, matter of fact, we've had our third service there. And we're doing our best uh, to go with CDC guidelines. We do come with masks and we have um, a halo machine in there that, um, uh, which purifies. And it does some good to help us. And uh, we're also social distancing, but we know that where two or three are gathered together in Jesus' name, there is no distance. He's in the midst. And so the Lord, where we're distanced in the church, the Lord makes up the difference because the spirit is there and the anointing is there. And we have a wonderful time, beautiful time. And uh, we're on Facebook. And uh, so we do have people. Everybody has a return. And so people are coming back, and uh, so we're having wonderful services. We're there on Wednesday nights from 7.30 till about 9 or before, and we're there on Sundays beginning services at 10 o'clock, but we're there usually 9.30 or before in prayer. And so that's what we're doing, and uh, thank God when we opened up, the first Sunday we opened up, there was a young man came. He received Jesus, he says, uh, I, I didn't come for any money. He says, I come to receive salvation. He says, and, I'm, and I, I don't want any money. I'm just hungry. I want the Lord, and I need something to eat. Well, thank God we led him to the Lord, and we gave him, we gave him something to eat. He's a homeless man, and we were able to help him the best we could and instruct him and direct him for proper care. And I thank God for a soul being saved the first time we come back. And all of heaven, the scripture says in Luke 15, all of heaven rejoices when one sinner comes to repentance and um, and receive Jesus Christ. And I thank God for that. So God has been blessing. We've been going further. That's wonderful. Bishop, before we move on to um, to, to uh, David's testimony, which I'm really looking forward to, I, I, I'd like to highlight something here that is important to me, and I believe important to people who listen because those who listen on a regular basis have gotten to know me a little bit in my background. 
Uh, I, I have not been in the military, but I, but almost everyone in my family has been in the military. And uh, I, I believe you're, you have a special ministry. We were, are you a, a veteran? I, I think you're a veteran. Are you not? Um, no, I have, um, I, I have two brothers who've been to the military veterans. I'm just a veteran for the, for the army of the Lord. Oh, <laughs> I'm a veteran. I'm a veteran. I'm a general for the Lord. Well, it's funny you say I'm that. For the Lord. It's funny you say that because I, same here. I've been in gunfire out in Africa uh, as a missionary. I remember coming back from from Mexico, uh, and I came. I walked across the bridge. I was doing a mission down on the on the border on the the other borderline. On the, I've been, I make a little joke. Here. I say I'm up on the borderline. The Lord has me on the borderline, which is true. I'm on the borderline of Canada right now. But uh, uh, several years back, I was on the borderline of Mexico, which, by the way, I had a very strong message from the Lord. I believe this is going back over 10 years ago, to pray for the borderline, to pray for the borders of the United States of America. And, and I, I, if I have time, I'm going to remind people that, that, that I had, a, I had a, a couple signs that happened as well up here on this borderline. I really feel strongly that our borders, our country, is in danger. It's in danger, and uh, we need to pray for our borders. We need to pray for our, our, uh, our country. Um, that's a separate subject. Going back to um, going back to your point about being a, a, um, a general in the Lord's army, which is, I think you're probably like a three three star general or something at least, Bishop. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 um, I I came I came back across the border. I I, I went over to um, I went over to Mexico. I walked across the border, and when I came back. There was it was interesting. They had a woman. She was she looked like a, a Mexican Native American. She had that Native American looking face. Pretty beautiful woman, and I could see that they were using her because she must have had some kind of gift to perceive things and tell when people were lying or something. It was an interesting thing to observe. That was what I think was happening, because because the other people around her were like waiting for her to tell them. Is this true? Is this not true? So I went up to her and she said, she said, where, where are you from? I said, oh, I'm from the United States. I said, I just walked across this bridge. I'm coming back. I went to a church over there. And uh, she says, why, why are you here? I said, oh, I'm on a mission. She said, what kind of mission? That I didn't, I didn't even think of in my mind. I didn't think that there could be another type of mission, right? I was thinking that I'm on a mission for the Lord, but I didn't express that. But she said, well, what kind of mission? So, um, but she, and she, I said, Oh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm on a Catholic mission. She goes, she goes, she told the guys, yeah, he's okay. He's on a Catholic mission. So, so, so anyways, um, uh, but going back to, uh, the, the, I, I think that you do ministry with, do you do ministry with the, I, I know we had, had conversation about, uh, something you do with the veterans, ministry with the veterans or something. Bishop. Uh, yes. When I, when I worked at the vet, I worked at the veterans administration. That's, for 13 what, it years. That's what it was. And, uh, yes. I worked psychiatry and, uh, and with the Vietnam veterans during that era. Uh, the 70s and the 80s, and uh, I worked uh, at the hospital and also at the outpatient 
drug alcohol clinic. So that was my field working um, with the um, outpatient. I did work inpatient, but mostly outpatient with drugs and alcohol. And during that time, I saw, a matter of fact, uh, heroin was the big thing, heroin. Cocaine was just coming out, and the government said it was not addictive. I had a newspaper back when I lived in Miami that made that statement that it was just a recreational drug, and I knew better. I don't know what I did with the paper, but we see what become of cocaine. Mm-hmm. But long story short, uh, being saved and filled with God's spirit, I was able to, uh, what we call nuthetic counseling, mixing psychology. I was in school as well for psychology. I was able to mix, by the grace of God, psychology with the scriptures. And, um, you know, because I had trying to do so, I had to make it sound therapeutic. But I was able to lead people to the Lord, uh, veterans and guys who had been on heroin and tracks on their arms and some uh, couldn't even shoot drugs anymore in their veins. They had to go into their phones and other areas and private parts and just, it was sad. But I was able to. About the power of about the power of God to have some of those people to receive Jesus and to be delivered instantly from drugs, instantly from heroin, from methadone that we gave them as a counteractor uh, to react the uh, opiate addiction, and uh, I was able to get those people in with the Lord. Those who I was able to do it by the grace of God, and some of them today they were ministers. And uh, doing well. It's been a while, but they've been doing well. I haven't seen them in a while, but it was a very, very, very uh, wonderful experience. Challenging, dangerous, uh, but that's where God planted me for 13 years until he called me out March uh, 5th, 1985, full-time ministry while I'm at Barry University working on my master's. Uh, for clinical social work and psychiatry to start my own clinical business in counseling. I was going to do Christian counseling, but the Lord spoke to me while I'm taking, <clears throat> while I'm taking the tests. Um, I had uh, eight months to get my master's, and uh, while I'm there, uh, the Lord spoke to me audibly in the, inside of the classroom, <clears throat> and he said, that, uh, he said to me, come out. You have all that I need you for. I, I, I knew it was him. I said, what? I said, what? Because in my mind, it was what I wanted, what I was in school for all my life and, and my drive and what I desired. And he said, come out. You have all that I need you for. I'm working at the veterans. I'm, you know, doing the best I could in years in the veterans administration. And, and, but God called me out of it. And he took me away from it took me out of school. I never got that degree, (laughs) but he gave me a better degree. And I thank God today, uh, I've never missed a meal. I've never, ever uh, regretted leaving, going full-time for him. He provided a way. I don't have a second job or third job or job on the side. Full-time for Jesus for souls and ministering to people, ministering his word, ministering his salvation, loving people, telling people about Jesus. He loves them and that he died for their sins and that he's willing and he's lovely. He's able to forgive everyone and to bring them into the body of Christ. That's been my mission 
around in the areas, in the hood, the prisons, the jails, everywhere, and we tell the story of Jesus. But I had to leave the veterans in order to become God's general. And so here I am today, and I thank God for that experience. Amen. That's, uh, Amen. that's a great story. Thank you for it sharing is. that. That was, that was something else. Um, I didn't know a lot of those details. And I did know that you did work with the veterans because, of course, somehow I, well, you, you knew my dad was a veteran. Yes. Yes. My dad, as a matter of fact, I, I, I have to laugh. I think you're going to like this story. And then we'll get to, uh, if it's okay, um, uh, Mr. David Frazier, we can hear his, his testimony as well. Uh, uh, <clears throat> Bishop. Taylor, I, I, you're gonna laugh at this one. I don't think I've told you the story, and I think that the listener will. I think the listener will like this. Um, so Jackson is my godson, right? Mm-hmm. Jackson was my, was my client, and uh, and he came to Christ uh, through coming to see me. I was leading a praise and worship group at St. Jude Catholic Church in Boca Raton, Florida. He came to 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 uh, to see that. And the Lord, you know, the Lord did all the rest, of course. That's how it works. And um, I, ha- I have had, um, I think I, I, well, I don't think I know. I have 10 godchildren, okay? Three of them came through the academy, as a matter of fact. Uh, they were, Jackson had really was unchurched. Another person came from a Middle Eastern religion um, called, uh, called Druze, and uh, she was from Lebanon, and then another person, you know, he didn't have a de- denomination or, or whatnot. But but there were there's been so there's been several now. Like you, you, it's amazing. You had mentioned how uh, many people the Lord has used you to touch. And I was just thinking, you know, Jackson has four children now. Uh, so I mean, it goes on generationally, right? I mean, the, the blessing just keep keeps on totally. going. But I had mentioned my father. I said, uh, "Dad, yeah." I, I, I'm, uh, he said, "What are you doing?" I said, "Oh, I have to. I have to go to this thing. Um, I'm going to be a godfather again." He says, we're, "We're watching TV, right?" He goes, "Oh yeah. Oh, you're going to be a godfather?" He said, "Oh yeah." He said, "He said I I have thousands of godchildren." I said, um, <laughs> "I said what? What did you just say?" He said, "Oh yeah, I have thousands of godchildren." I said, you, I said, you just told me you have thousands of godchildren. Did you hear what you just said? He said, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I have thousands. He said, hundreds, at least hundreds and hundreds. I said, well, really? I said, what are their names? He said, I don't remember. <laughs> I said, I said, I said, uh, I said you. I said you have. Okay, wait a minute. Let me clarify this. You have thousands of godchildren, and you don't remember any of their names. No, I don't remember. I have no idea. I said. I said what? I said what are you? I said what are you talking about? What What are you talking about? He said. He said Jeffrey. I was in Korea. He said those guys coming off the front line. He said they wanted they wanted to become they wanted to become Catholic Christians. And he said, uh, and I helped the priest. I was the, I was the chaplain's assistant. So I had to stand in and be the godfather of all those guys coming on in off the front lines wow. in Korea. So I thought that was an interesting story. Wow. I never heard that. Wild. Yeah. 
That's an interesting story. It is. Um, Mr. Frazier, David Frazier, uh, sir, welcome to the program. Thank you so much for being here. Um, your keyboard playing is, is, is incredible. I love it. Your beautiful voice. Thank you so much. Your, your, your hat, your, uh, the, I don't know how to say it. The countenance of your face. With I just see the Lord all over this man's face. Never met him before. Would you like to share your story with us? Yes. Um, just so uh, just thankful, just being alive. I was I was going to get a uh, the check, the the COVID check. I was in line to get it at the park and. Uh, I'm scared. That's how I was looking at the whole thing. But 
And um, he said, no, I got you in this dark spot. I'm putting you in the ground. I'm going to make you a seed. So it was a seed. This is how he was showing me in the whole vision. And I'm talking to him. I said, okay. He asked me again, do you know why I made trees? And I said, yes. You said it cleans the air? He said, yes. He said, when I open this ground back up, I want you to take the biggest breath that you can take. And when and my body signs was horrible. They was really saying, okay, you got to fight. You're fighting. At this time, I'm, 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 I'm trying to fight. I'm trying to breathe and whatnot. And everything just seemed like it was bad. All my body signs. So when I... When I when he opened the ground, I'm really cutting through. When he, when he opened the ground, and I could see that light, I took the biggest breath. Now my my nurse had just left me. She said, "Oh my God, come on, David, fight, fight!" Because the COVID, with everybody that was coming in behind me, it seemed like they were just passing away. Because they'll come in the room and they'll go, "Oh," and they come back in and they'll say, "Oh, we just lost them. We just lost them." That's all I was seeing in my ears. But when I seen that light. I took the biggest breath, and when I say I was at 38%, I don't know if you know about the air thing, I was at 38%, the oxygen level. At that time, but when I took that breath, I jumped up from 38% to like 68%. Wow. And then my nurse came in, and at that time, the, uh, the smoke went right down, and my body went right back down to the on the bed. And I and I sat, and I was I was so scared. I'm shaking and I'm scared. I'm like, oh my god, what? And my nurse comes in. Like they, they check you every hour and a half to make sure you're still alive. And I and they take your blood and they just take samples of it. She came in. She said, "What happened to you? What happened?" I said, "I don't know. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I don't know." She said, "Whatever happened." It is a miracle. <laughs> and I was looking, I was saying, thank God, thank God, thank God. I started praising God. And then at, at that particular time, he said, I just want you to sing. I said, sing. He said, sing. This is going to build your lungs back up. Mm. And everything from that fourth day, I was in there about a week and a half. I started singing uh, day at a time. And every, every day was going up. Wow. That is that is quite a story. Thank you for sharing that, uh, David. It's incredible. Amazing. And you know what's interesting is that um, in my opinion, and I, you might you, you might agree, the devil's trying to get us to stop singing in church. Yes. And look at, look at David Frazier, Mr. David Frazier. The Lord told him, no, sing. Sing. The devil right. says, don't sing. Don't praise the Lord. That's right. Jesus says, keep praising. And look right. at that. The life, of, the life came right back to you. And, you, and, and you, that's a quite a, that is an awesome story. Thank you for sharing that. That is, that's, a, that's a miraculous, amazing story. Where where we could talk all all night long. There would be I, I remember some reading uh, Paul. You know Paul. I guess he used to like to talk a lot because one of the one of in the Bible, right? One of the one of the people listening to Paul fell right out the window asleep. Right? Remember that he had to raise him from the dead. 
<laughs> I get a kick out of that. I don't know why I think that's a funny story, but and I believe it. But but um, <laughs> but we have a radio program, so we have a hard break coming up, and and I know the people are going to want to hear uh, hear your beautiful praise and worship music. And but before we do that, Bishop, would you lead us in a prayer? And perhaps pray pray for those who are hurting. Pray for those, and and if you would if you would remember to pray for our military, pray for our first respond, all the people on the front lines uh, protecting our nation, and for uh, I, I I just I I've been praying a lot for that people's hearts would change because I believe I believe the problems we have today are too big for any people any person. I believe Jesus is the solution. We need to get back to Christ. And, and get right with him in my in my belief. So I, I don't know if any of that resonates with you, Bishop, but I'll leave it up to you. You're, if you could pray for us, and then maybe we can go into song. Uh, praise the Lord, our Father Jesus. Just pray that. <clears throat> the louder day so I can hear that minstrel music. Thank you, Jesus. If you're sitting with someone, take them by the hand and just hold it and squeeze it. If you're by yourself, just take your hands, put both hands together and know that God loves you and that you're in God's hands. God's hands are not cold. They're not hard, but they're warm and comforting. God has healing hands. God has strong hands. God has compassionate hands. God hands are hands of provision and protection. God loves us. These are the times when families come together most and there are those who really may feel like an outcast things have happened during the years to where some family bridges have been burned but God God will never give up on them there are those who lost loved ones there have been disagreements arguments divisions schisms but God Father, in the name of Jesus, you are God, and we thank you, and we love you. Father, in Jesus' name, we bow before you, and I will come up against it in you, not the government. Lord God, our confidence is not in man, but in God. You're a father, you're a creator, you're Jehovah Jireh, the Lord, our provider. Lord, thank you for your loving care. Thank you for you so loved this world that you gave Jesus. And that whosoever believes on Jesus should not perish, but should have everlasting life. Thank you, Lord for writing our names in the book of life. Thank you, God, for
for everyone listening. Father, we plead the blood of Jesus over every broken heart. You're the one that healed the broken in heart and you bind up the wounded spirit. Many are broken, shattered, and scattered to where it doesn't seem like it even matters anymore. They've given up. They're broken down, depressed, sorrow, sad, troubled, lonely, forsaken. But God, you said, cry unto me, call unto me, and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things that you didn't know. Oh, eternal Father, God, you are our refuge and our strength. Underneath are your everlasting arms. We ask you, Lord, to put your arms and squeeze, touch the lives of the listeners where we're broken, where we're wounded. Bind up the wound. Seal it with your grace. Touch and heal. Bless and deliver. Oh God, we pray that those who have unforgiveness in their hearts have been wounded and hurt, abandoned, sinned against, injured, and even have sinned and done wrong things to others. Their heart, Lord, is disfigured. Your minds, Lord, are not together. I'm asking that you have mercy. Touch their spirit, open their hearts, where they can forgive and be healed and be delivered and forgive themselves, those who are holding much against themselves, so hard on themselves, judging themselves, putting themselves down, discrediting themselves, not enjoying life, feeling no love, feeling unloved and forsaken. Touch their hearts, bind up the wound, speak to their hearts, Lord. Send your Holy Spirit cover them to speak. Bring them around people who will love them, care for them, who will touch their hearts and genuinely, Lord, give themselves for them. Let them know there is love. There are good people in this world. Let them know they can trust people. They can trust again and love again. God, our frontline workers, those who are giving their lives, doctors, nurses, practitioners, servants of the master, servants, Lord, aides, certified workers. We plead your blow with them for protection. Cover them, Lord. Cover the hospitals. Cover the sick houses. The elderly, Lord, in the nursing homes. Cover everyone. Cover them with the blood of Jesus. Heal their bodies, Lord. Give them, Lord, give them mercy and peace. Save their lives. You're the God of live of the living. You're the God that saved lives. Save their lives. Touch them, Lord. Bless them, Father. Those in high places, those that were working with CDC, all of those chemists, give them wisdom to increase as this COVID strain continues changing. God, give us the grace to continue a vaccine that will be effective even 100% where lives would be saved. 
God, we pray this time we ask for those who don't know Jesus, God, that they would give their hearts to you. Wherever they may be, whatever condition they're in, those addicted to alcohol, drugs, and other paraphernalia, those who are addicted, Lord, to sin and seem like there's no comfort but that avenue. We pray for you right now and say what I say and believe the Lord. Say what I say to get God's grace and God's mercy and God's touch and God's forgiveness and a brand new life and a new lease on life. Say what I say. Father, in Jesus' name, I come before you, Lord, confused, not knowing what to do. God, I'm asking you to have mercy and come into my heart. Lord, I confess my sins unto you, God, my Father, in Jesus' name. I believe that Jesus died for my sins. I believe that the blood of Jesus can cleanse my heart and give me a new life. I believe that Jesus took my sins years ago and understand all my burdens and my problems. I rolled all of my anxieties. I rolled all of my troubles and my fears and my sorrows, my disappointments, my hurts, and all the wounds and all the hidden things in my heart and all the things, shameful things I've done and I've never ever told anybody. And I've been burdened. I lay them on you, Jesus. I lay them at your feet. Heal me. Heal my heart. Heal my spirit. Heal my mind. Heal my thoughts. Come into my life and be my Lord. I receive you as my Lord, as my Savior, as my God. Heal me, Lord, to my prayer.